It's Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pam Tessa's Comedy Clubhouse. You're on Mutiny Radio. As always, people are outside. No one's inside. I don't know how to market anything. If you're listening to this, hey, come down. Visit us live, 2781 21st Street. Come be a part of the awesome audience for our comedians tonight. Please, for the love of God, come down. We're going to have a great show, though. Really amazing show tonight with all bald guys. Yeah. All bald guys. Why not? I just was out at a comedy show, and I was like, there's a lot of bald dudes. Has anyone ever put them all together in one show? Well, tonight you get to hear it, Mutiny Radio listeners. Yeah! All members of Floating Goat that you'll be listening to in the fills. They all have hair. They all have great hair, which is great. Not that having hair or not having hair is a reason for anything. I mean, hey, God bless you, whatever way you are and why we sexualize people in strange ways. Like, we're like, oh, you don't have hair on your head. You're weird. But if you have hair on your pussy, you're a terrible person. What is that double stick? What is going on? We only want hair in certain places. Fuck you, everybody. Right? Come on now. Anyway, we're going to try to get everybody from outside, inside, here at Mutiny Radio. Enjoy some floating goat if you haven't heard this before because you've heard it a thousand times. But why aren't you going out to see them live? They're amazing band. San Francisco, live music still happening. Go to Bender's, 806 South Venice. Every Saturday, $5. Great bands. Lots of rock and roll, lots of metal, super fun times. All right, enjoy some metal while we figure out what's going on with this show. I'm perfectly aware that the Warriors are still playing and I asked Jonathan to text me with Warriors updates and he hasn't and that's the thing that's happening I get it everyone's outside talking and doing this it's fine nothing to worry about it's just it is what it is and I wish I was watching the Warriors game right now because I was there watching the Warriors game but instead I'm here hosting a show for everybody who's outside but whatever hey listening audience how wonderful it is. Yay. No, it's just, it's just, a, I, I also want to be watching the Warriors game right now. I mean, I get it why people aren't here. I get it. The Warriors are potentially winning or losing. It was a very close game when I left at half. And who knows? And does it matter? Do we all have to rally behind a team to feel good about ourselves? Maybe. I don't know. But 
I like the Warriors and I want them to win and I'm not watching the game right now. And instead I'm sitting in a room with nobody here and just running the board. And I'm not, am I? Let's talk about irony. Today, I was with a small child and we went by eight, uh, 826 Valencia, but instead we went into Paxton Gate. But before we went in, there was a window display and it had dead chickens that were all taxidermied. And there was a big hay bale. And what did I see in the hay bale? Two live mice. Two live mice. Two live mice. If you give a mouse a cookie, he'll live in a hay bale in Paxton Gate. So it's a, I tried to explain to a 12-year-old on the autistic spectrum how it's ironic that there are mice living inside a hay bale in Paxton Gate where there are dead mice right inside. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't get it. It was difficult. So... Here we go. We'll put up some more music and then maybe we'll say goodbye tonight. We'll see.
still has yet to make a decision. So if you're listening to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse, you're on Muni Radio, you're like, what's going on? Well, we still don't know, so hang tight. We're going to see if anything happens. And hopefully the Warriors win. Am I right?
Well, I'm trying not to feel like a failure, but uh, at least I made these amazing pot caramels, uh, and then the comedians can at least eat those. And I feel like I feel like a disappointment, and I feel terrible. Um, so I'm sorry that the chocolate bloomed a little bit, but when you bite into it, it's the, the caramel in the inside is what has the weed in it, and it's 15 milligrams. And it, it's going to taste like a seized candy, like something that you really... But it's only 15 milligrams, so... Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it's going to be... I'll, I'll, I'll give them out and everything will be... Yeah, almost all. Yeah. No, no, eat it. Oh, I know. Don't go over yeah. the 17. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not Santa no, Cruz. No, no, I'm right, 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 right. No, Jacob Blazer here like in the house. Feel terrible. I feel terrible. Dude, I just, I suck at promotions. It's just not one of my gifts. I put together amazing lineups, but I have no idea what to do with it. You know, I'm so sorry. I feel terrible. You drove all the way out here. I'm down to try again. Everything will be okay. It'll be fine. Uh, let me give these out to the other comedians and uh, we'll be back.
Justin wants to talk, so we'll let him talk. <laughs> I don't know what to say. We've got some bald people here who are not interested in doing comedy, which is why we all came here today. We did not get an audience, but we are all shiny on the top, which is should count for something, right? That's a kind of funny. Uh, I, I, someone, I don't know who it was. It might have been Corday who said that bald is beautiful and that's a load of horse shit bald is fucking ugly and i know that because i'm i'm only kind of losing my hair i don't know about you guys i can see i mean it's hard to spot hairlines you have a you have a hairline still right what was i'm sorry what was your name again huh head that's your real name that's just what you go okay this guy's here and his name is head <laughs> and do you so if you don't shave your head what happens so it's just big and poofy, and you don't like it, and that's why you get rid of it. Yeah. So you're not like balding, you do it on purpose? Yeah. yeah, see, that's what I do too, except, are you leaving? Yeah. All right, we'll see ya. Bald is not beautiful, by the way. Bald sucks, and I know that because of what happened when I shaved my head is all of my Tinder matches went away very suddenly. There was a sharp change when I changed my profile photo. That's how you can measure everything, because women have no incentive to lie on that shit. They just will, it, it's the, the quality and quantity and frequency of women who want to fuck you changes abruptly when you have no hair. Yeah, you gotta have something. I'm not, I'm not, I'm sticking hard to the hairless look. Okay, but I'm going in, I'm going hard in the paint and yet we don't want any hair on the pussy, but we have to have it on the head. Yeah. Why would we take a place that is totally filled with hair and say, nay, no hair there. But then we get all mad when there's a place that's like fucking no hair here. Why would we be like rad? What do you mean? Which no part? fucking hair. On the like, head? Wouldn't, wouldn't every, well, everyone would love to be bald on their pussy. Yeah. Right. Like, so what I'm saying is the place Ideally. where we have all the hair, they're like, that hair is gross. And then in another place where there, there's no hair, like, why isn't not having hair there? Awesome. What the fuck is wrong with us that we're like hair in one place is cool, but hair in another place no good I want to explain that I don't know if I can make it entertaining as hair hair in the juicy areas of the body is just it holds in all the dirt and shit and it's evolutionary purpose is so you can smell mates from far away but we don't do that anymore it's residual it's like male nipples we don't need them right but hair on the head is a show of vitality. Like a woman with really long, shiny, lustrous hair, that's proof that you were never starving or malnourished. So you got a good, strong, healthy body to impregnate. So I, I can French braid my pussy hair from my ass to the top of my but do you? fucking vaginal mound. Absolutely. I love braiding it. I'd put yeah. in fucking f funky hair bands if I could. Yeah. Like, give me some colored hair bands, like the things you'd put on your teeth, you know, like those, the ones you put on your braces. You have a grill I'm gonna on it. I'm going to do tiny little braids. I'm going to like be, I'm going to be the blackest little girl on my pussy. I'm like going to make little Afro puffs all over the place. Like a Gimli beard. Gimli. Gimli from Lord of the Rings, the dwarf. Oh, J.R. Tolkien. Yeah, like yeah. let's let's read Elvish for three pages. Fuck you. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Let's not read Elvish. Just, I just want the incest. Yeah. I just want George R. R. Martin. Lots and lots of letters make cool sci-fi writers. Yeah, we do have confusing um, attitudes towards hair in our society. Uh, I that's why I have done away with it. 
uh, there's a, a part in my bit that I don't know how to get to right now, but like uh, I, I, you know, I'm only losing my hair a little bit, so I mainly just shave it to show God who's boss. There you go. I got a laugh, hey, guys. I know you can't hear it. So I'm telling you, I got three people to laugh at that. Um, so you can choose your own hairline. Mine is here. I got one guy to laugh at that. Um, I also, I pointed to my waist. I should probably go lower. That would be funnier. Yeah, just mine is here. It's my, where my hairline. It just, it goes around like the, like a Borat bikini, right? I have hair on my legs. That's about it. Um, I'm, so I am going to talk about at least one more thing. Cause you, you all seem slightly entertained. Pam looks like you, you look like you want to do something else. That's fine. You can speak up. You don't have to humor me. This is your... Where we can do you. Yeah, say something about baldness. That I will fine. say something That's about baldness. Yeah, I should not be going bald. I made fun of bald people so fucking hard when I was a kid because I'm smart. And I, I asked, why do you go bald? And it turns out, it's apparently it's your mother's father has the gene for baldness, right? So I was looking at my grandpa's head when I was 13, 14. I was like, is, has, I was checking out the landscape and seeing does you have a comb over? No, full head of hair, died with a full head of hair at age 86. And yet, here we go with a thinning spot. And that's just making me wonder like what grandma got up to, which is a difficult conversation to have with your mother. Like, was grandma... Uh, did grandma ever disappear for a few days at a time? You know, anything like that. Uh, I don't know if you, if uh, like, how long do bodies last? If you want to exhume your grandfather to examine the DNA, the hair, the hair yet, yeah, well, it's a good thing he still had it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll figure that out. All right, Pam, you want to get out of here? I mean, do you want people to clap for you or? I don't care. I don't. There Thanks, you go. Man. Yeah, yeah, amen. That's Justin Creasy, everyone. Yay. Yay for me. Yay. Do other people, do you want to, I mean, you can tell jokes if you want. There's a listening audience. People download it. I mean, or we can all, it depends if you guys have other places to be and you're like, fuck this shit. It's whatever. I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever. Iguodala, Iguodala, Iguodala. I mean, at least I feel like you drove all the way out here. I feel terrible. All I can give you is pot treats. They're really good pot treats, though. Like, they're really tasty pot treats. They're delicious and stringy and delicious and crazy. I have a gift, and it's not promotion. It's making weed food. <laughs> so that's, that's how that works. Yeah, weed food. All right, are we, are we done? We can be done. Okay, we can be done. Hey, everybody. Yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. You got to hear Justin Creasy. Uh, someday, when there's people, I'll do my fucking feminist set that's so good. Like, all the jokes in a row. Like, is it too heavy-handed feminism? I don't know. It doesn't matter. This is the time to do it, and the political climb is so ripe, and I just can't seem to find the opportunity to do this magic set. Bam! Okay. Bye, everybody.
July 1946, Paris. In the reception room of that palace on the right bank of the river, a hale and hearty journalist heckled for a quarter of an hour a thin man with deep marks of suffering and privation on his face, who had in front of him a small vase of pink roses. Round about were nearly 100 reporters and observers from all countries. Mr. President, you are a communist, aren't you? Yes, the man replied today. Have you been in the resistance? Ladies yes. and gentlemen, Angelo How Valimenti. long? About 40 years. Have you been in prison too? It was clear what the journalist was driving at. Yes. What prison? Many, sir. Long? The thin man looked at the hale and hearty journalist with a faint smile and said, in prison, time is always long, you know. The reply given in French was prompt, clear, and unexpected. Was it said as a reproach, as irony, or as humor? What is certain is that at that instant, Frenchmen, Englishmen, and Americans in the room were astonished to notice that the goatee-bearded scholar could smile in Paris or in London as well as in Hanoi. It was the unscrutable smile of a wise man whose vision stretched far beyond today. Have you any further questions, journalist? In prison, time is always long. Ho Chi Minh, Prison Diary. Arrested at Tukvid Street, Abundance and Glory Street. At Abundance and Glory Street, shame was thrust on me so as to delay my journey. I am an honest man with a clear conscience, but I was accused without ground of being a spy. Entering Sing Si District Prison, Old inmates of the jail welcome new prisoners. In the sky, white clouds are chasing the black ones away. White clouds and black have drifted out of our sight. On earth, free people are huddled into the jail. Hard is the road of life. Having climbed over steep mountains and high peaks, how should I expect on the plains to meet greater danger? In the mountains, I met the tiger and come out unscathed. On the plains, I encountered men and was thrown into prison. I was a representative of Vietnam, on my way to China to meet an important personage. On the quiet road, a sudden storm broke loose and I was thrust into jail as an honored guest. I am a straightforward man with no crime on my conscience, but I was accused of being a spy for China. So life, you see, is never a very smooth business. And now the present bristles with difficulties. Morning. Every morning the sun, emerging over the wall, darts its rays against the gate. But the gate remains locked. Inside the prison, the shrouded in darkness, outside the rising sun shone. Once awake, everyone starts on the hunt for lice. At eight o'clock, the gong sounds for the morning meal. Come on, let's go and eat to our heart's content. For all we have suffered, there must be good times coming. Noon. In the cell, how lovely it is to have a siesta. For hours we're carried away in sound sleep. I dream of riding a dragon up into heaven. 
head for a look at the sky. Free spirits haunting the sky of liberty. Do you know your own kind of languishing in prison? Prison meals. At every meal, only one bowl of red rice, without vegetables, without salt, and even no broth to go with it. Those who get food brought into them can sometimes eat their fill. But without help from outside the jail, we groan with hunger. The Gruel Inn. At the side of the road, in the shade of a big tree, a thatched hut serves as an inn for passing travelers. But there's no wine for the guests of this institution. The menu is just cold rice gruel and white salt.
is the show you're tuned into in this station that's coming to you from the Mission District in sunny San Francisco is mutinyradio.fm. Please keep a listening.
I don't know how brave you are, but I'm afraid of waiters. Somehow they always end up telling me what to eat. But once, at least once, was I a hero. The scene is one of those restaurants that isn't responsible for your hat or the service. The waiter is a determined, independent gent who doesn't take orders. And printed right on the menu, next to the blue plate special I'm about to order, is a gentle warning, positively no substitutions. Positively? Well, let's see. Waiter, I think I'd like to have this uh, special dinner here. Yeah, what do you like to have? Uh, let's see now. Uh, it says a dollar and a half uh, tomato juice, vegetable soup, roast beef. Do I have to take that tomato juice? Can I have uh, pineapple juice instead? No, we haven't got it. And that's the bill of fare. It's made up that way by the chef, and I have to I wait. I mean, but have you got some, uh, uh, let's see, any other kind of juice? No, only tomato juice. Only tomato juice. Uh, vegetable soup. You got any uh, consomme or anything like no, that? No, no, vegetable soup, just the way it's on the bill of fare. Vegetable soup, huh? I don't like vegetable soup. Well, I can hurt that if you don't like vegetable soup. You eat the roast beef and pay a dollar and a half just the same. Could I have a, could I change the soup for some uh, fruit salad? See, I got uh, some cost in my beer. Oh, wait, 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 no, wait, just a second. All right, now the roast beef uh, with carrots and peas. Uh, can I change that to string beans? No, carrots and peas, that's the standard. Oh, but carrots and peas, I don't like carrots and peas. Oh, then you eat it without carrots and peas. Well, what other vegetable can I have? Uh, nothing, eat the potatoes, double portion potatoes. Uh, uh, can I have any vegetable? No. Can I have a salad? No, no, no salad. Hmm. Uh, what flavor ice cream you got? Vanilla and chocolate. No strawberry? No strawberry, no. Not today. Well, what other dessert? you have That's any? Oh, van vanilla and chocolate ice cream. Either you take vanilla or you take chocolate or two without it. No, but look, just, fella. Mister, you're taking my time away. No, no, no wait, just a second. I, I want this dinner, but I can't find anything I like on it yet. Well, I don't like tomato juice. Don't like tomato juice. You don't like no soup, but you like the roast beef. Yeah. But you don't like no carrots and peas. Right. You want ice cream, but you don't like the vanilla ice cream. You don't like the chocolate. If I could have this dollar and a half dinner with tomato juice, I'll even take tomato juice. Yeah. Nice consomme. I got no consomme. All right, all right, all right. Wait, wait. Roast beef with uh, string beans and French fried potatoes, and I'll even take the ice cream. No, 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 nothing to do with it. Either you take it to your... Ask the chef, maybe... No, no, I don't go in the chef. The chef's gonna run with the kitchen knife after me. No, 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 no. No, sir. Can't you change it a little bit? No, no, nothing changed. According, that's the standby, and that's all that's to it. I'll work on according to schedule. The what? According to schedule. That's a schedule for me. What do you mean? It's a dinner. That's all right, but for me it's a schedule. What I've got on here, i got to sell. I can sell nothing else what I haven't got on there. Well, maybe he's got a lot of, of pineapple no, juice or I something gotta back there. Oh, I've got to get rid of this stuff first, eh? Well, what, are you trying to get rid of it on me? Well, if you don't take it, somebody else will. I, I have to eat. Yeah, but... You're here to serve me. Yeah, but... I want this dollar and a half dinner, but I want to make a couple of little changes. Ask him about it. 
No, no. Could you take the carrots out and only peas? No, the ca carrots and the peas is together and takes two men to pick the, pick the carrots out. Then when I bring the peas, you want the carrots in it. I don't like carrots. I can't stand it. Don't eat them. Just pick out the peas. Take it or leave it.
Yo estaba bien por un tiempo volviendo a sonreír. Luego anoche te vi, tu mano me tocó y el saludo de tu voz te hablé muy bien. Sin saber que he estado llorando por tu amor, llorando por tu amor, luego de tu adiós sentí todo. Sola y llorando, 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 llorando. No es fácil de entender que al verte otra vez yo esté Yo que pensé que te olvidé, pero es verdad, es la verdad, que te quiero aún más, mucho más que ayer. Dime tú qué puedo hacer. No me quieres. Y siempre estaré llorando por tu amor, llorando por tu amor, tu amor se llevó todo. Y quedó llorando, 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 llorando. Flat Black Plastic is a show you're listening to on Mutiny Radio. I'd like to present the next group, beginning with the pianist, Wenton Kelly.
bassist is Paul Chambers. The drummer is Jimmy Cobb. On tenor saxophone, John Coltrane. Miles Davis.
concept behind the sandworms of Dune has attracted swarms of questions and speculations. The answer is that they are the mindless monster from the depths. At the same time, they are the guardians of the priceless treasure. They are both the source of treasure and the source of infinite danger. What is that except the embodiment of all the unknowns which confront questing life, questing awareness? Here is what it says in that definitive compendium, the terminology of the Imperium. Shai Hulud, Sandworm of Arrakis, the Old Man of the Desert, Old Father Eternity, and Grandfather of the Desert. Significantly, this name, when referred to in a certain tone, or written with capital letters, designates the Earth Deity of the Fremen Hearth superstitions. Sandworms grow to enormous size. Specimens longer than 400 meters have been seen in the deep desert, and they live to great age unless slain by one of their fellows or drowned in water, which is poisonous to them. Most of the sand on a 